1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on the eve of the first Celtic Rangers game of the new season. The transfer window is shut with the hoops adding midfield reinforcements before the deadline. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is happy with the squad he's got despite not doing any late deals. And there will be no Tom Lawrence for the visitors tomorrow, but Alfredo Morelos returns. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Kenny Miller and Hugh Evans. When you have two teams as good and as well matched as Celtic and Rangers, then the hype when they meet for the first time in the new season is off the scale. But I really believe we could have an epic on our hands at Celtic Park tomorrow. Alfredo Morelos back for Rangers. Is fate writing a script? Or, since Celtic have scored 13 goals in their last two matches, does fate not come into it at all under those circumstances? I will now stand well back behind Kenny Miller and prepare to be blown away for the next two hours. You're a man who knows a thing or two about the fixture, Kenny Miller. Now that the boots are hung up, do you still get that night before excitement? Absolutely, I can't wait. Uh, pre-match nerves, isn't it? We're uh, going into tomorrow, and like you say, it's built up perfectly. Two excellent teams uh, going right at it. Did do it the last uh, three games of last season. I thought they really evenly matched. So hard to call. Both teams will want to win. The first game, the first old firm game of the season is always, always a big one. It's the first fixture everybody looks for on the on the fixture card, and now it's, it's upon us. So absolutely can't wait for half past twelve tomorrow. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Come on down. This is going to be your last chance to do your pre-match talking. Whether that's your prediction, your confidence, telling us why the opposition are rubbish and why your team are going to win. That's kind of the way these weeks tend to work. Whether it is reflecting. On the transfer window The business that was done The business that was not done Maybe you've got specific suggestions About who should play Whatever is on your mind tonight It is your last chance To get your pre-match thoughts in Ahead of tomorrow So come on Don't wait around 01419511025 Of course it was deadline day last night There were other pieces of business Around the country That I'm sure we will discuss So to fans of all teams what did you make of your business? It is a full fixture card in the Premiership tomorrow. So strap yourselves in 01419511025. Should be a cracker, Hugh. Well, I went into the bank this morning to pay a bill and was met by two bank staff, one supported Celtic, one supported Rangers, and off we mm. popped. I got so excited, I paid the bill, hurriedly left, and forgot to take any money out of the bank. You know, I got one of those Swiss bank accounts. I thought a man of your means would... No, 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 the old-fashioned way, under the bed, you know. Don't say that. his phone, you know, you can't, <laughs> is it going to be that high-tech <laughs> banking and, and have that Nokia? He's still got a bank book. They, they took it away from me. Checkbook? Uh, no, it was Malky Mackay's mother that took it away right. from me. Right, <laughs> now, now we're definitely going off on a tangent, Mrs Mackay, uh, if you're listening. 01419511025, come on, or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Generally, how are you feeling about tomorrow? Confident? Nervous? Pessimistic What about the squads What about the new signings Morelos is back No Tom Lawrence Who should play for Celtic It is all there 0141 951 1025 Lots of this will be done Through the lens of last night as well Because the transfer uh, Window has closed Slams shut As we always yes. say to you It never closes gently Always slams shut 
And uh, Ange Postacoglu was pleased to add Oliver Abelgaard to his Celtic ranks. He says he offers them something different in midfield. He believes he's got the right experience and personality uh, to make an impact. Well, firstly, you know, he, it's no secret. He, he brings a bit of size to our team. You know, most of our side will struggle to get on any rides at Disneyland. Um, so, you know, some of our, particularly Gavin Strachan's pretty happy in terms of set pieces that we can get some size in there. Um, but, you know, it wasn't just about bringing another big body in there. It's about the fact that, you know, I like that he's, you know, he, he, he sort of plays that, uh, single pivot really well um, when needs to, but then can play in a double pivot. You know, he's he's you know he's effective going forward, but also can provide shield in, in front of the team. And like I said, when you look at our other midfielders, we, we probably don't have the, the same attributes, but there's a commonality within all of them in that I think they can fit into the football we want to play. You know, they just bring their own sort of qualities that, that they possess into it as well. Sean in Kilmarnock has done the right thing Picked up his phone Dialed 01419511025 And he's through to speak to Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller How do you feel about tomorrow from a Celtic perspective Sean? I'm excited I'm excited Gordon uh, As, as per so you can't, you can't beat um, Glasgow Derby uh, Friday Super Scoreboard uh, in the following Monday Although uh, depending on where the result goes Tends to that is the nature of it And it's funny Hugh You mentioned the bank it, it, The city does just get gripped oh, yeah. Today In the petrol station A man came over What What do you, what do you think The result's going to be tomorrow yep. I've just moved house As you well know Getting some work done again What's the result going to be I actually walked past uh, I was doing some work at Hamden today and Walked past Crawford Allen uh-huh. Now he was on the phone at the time But I felt like saying Crawford can I just Going to make sure we get a quiet week because Clyde won Super Scoreboard on Saturday night and Monday. Yep. If the man in the middle uh, has an interesting day, it will be lively. My Twitter account today is hilarious. If you tip Celtic to win, you are not a Celtic fan. Time for Sigmund Freud. Time for the couch. <laughs> and the other one, uh, other people who say you're doing it deliberately. You're tipping them, whoever them happens to be. You're tipping them to win because you want the other lot to win. Sean, do you feel your Celtic team are favourites? If so, why? I do. I do. I think. Um, I think if my, my kind of overwhelming feeling is if Celtic turn up and not so much because the way they've played the last couple of weeks in terms of goals, I think if we turn up and play the game and we're fluent, I, I do feel. It's sort of irrelevant what Rangers do, but I'm not getting complacent in that respect because between the, I, I feel the mood between Celtic fans, especially through social media, is that we're going to turn up the morrow and it's going to be whatever the Celtic wanted to be. I don't expect anything less than a tough game. This is this is Rangers that's coming to Celtic Park. Um, they've been slightly, or probably less flamboyant. Uh, at the start of the season in terms of results but it's three points at the end of the, end of the day uh, this, this isn't Dundee United it's not Ross County we're playing tomorrow we need to we need to get there if, if Celtic play to their capabilities I think we'll win but it's not just about what Celtic do mm. I said when I mentioned the word epic I really and truly believe that you have players on both sides who are capable of providing an epic football match. I know that it's all about rivalry, the bragging rights for the supporters, but you have players on that part tomorrow who are just sensational. And that's why it's a, a 
a proper football match and why either side could win and it wouldn't be a surprise I mean we throw this term around quite loosely if we're talking in the official sense I think Celtic are favourites in terms of if you look at the, the bookmakers but in, in you know in your mind and in, in Hugh's mind and in, in Sean's mind I, what is it? is it is it home advantage is it the fact Celtic have scored a lot of goals are Rangers battle hardened from those European games though and that gives them some sort of edge how do you see it I think Celtic will be favourites based on all of the above it's, they're scoring a lot of goals they're at home they're no doubt have started the domestic season a lot better than what, than what Rangers did in, in regards to how they want to play and, and blowing teams away but Rangers for me know how to play against Celtic I think Giovanni learnt his lesson back in February when Celtic won 3-0 at Celtic Park. The next three games were really, really tight and if anything, I probably think Rangers just is. And that's not just my Rangers hat on. I think that is watching the games. I think Gio had now thought, you know what? I think I know how to play against this team and I know how we can get success and I know we can stop them. But they score a lot of goals, Celtic. They're off to a flyer. I think the only team this year, actually, domestic team that have kept a clean sheet against them was Sean Maloney's Hibs. 0-0 back in February. So that in itself, I mean, I don't know how many games that'll be. 20, 25 mm. games where they're just scoring for fun. So it's a, it's a really, really close game. I think Celtic probably have got the favourites tag based on, like we say, all the things mm. we've discussed. Hugh? Yeah, I would agree. Um, I mean... It's impressive and it sounds dramatic when you say they've scored 13 goals in their last two games. Four were against a Ross County side where Ange Postecoglou made nine changes and it made very little difference. Celtic still look like Celtic. Nine were against a team that then binned their manager on the, the back of Dundee United's humiliation. But they have terrific players and the window has given Celtic now, I think, two players for every position. And uh, in the fans are... Confident. However, how can you possibly write off this Rangers team who, under Giovanni van Bronckhurst, have been to the heights of a European mm. final and have started with one blemish, and that was against uh, Hibs where discipline was lost? Uh, Sean, how do you rate Celtic's transfer business? Are you happy with the window? It was Oliver Abelgaard added yesterday. I think, I think it's, been a, it's been a good window. It's been eight or nine players. Uh, they all seem to be coming with, with good pedigree. Um, Abel Gard didn't know much about him before last night. You do your usual kind of wee bit of research, but um, you just put this trust in the process. And, and the, m- most transfers in the last eighteen months have been kind of on the money. So, um, if I, just before I go, if you don't mind, Kenny had just said there. Kenny, I, I, I was on here last week or a fortnight ago saying thanks for all your service to Celtic, and I, and I mean that. This, this, the comment you made there about Gio seems to have Ange worked out that's also a, a kind of comment that's, that's you seem getting fun about you can't say that after one draw one draw in three games Gio albeit the, the second or third of February Gio had only been in the door two or three weeks but this is this is a guy who took a team to a European final he played Ange at Celtic Park he lost at Ibrox so you take each game in its, in its own merit. I think Rangers are capable of getting a result, but to say that Gio has got Ange worked out, I think that's that's off the mark. Well, Sean, I never actually says he's got Ange worked out. I says he understands how to play against Celtic. So that that's what I mean by that is he knows how to get his team set up offensively, defensively, to give his team the best possible chance of getting a result against a very, very good team. 
So I don't. I never, never say they had Ange worked out. And you're right. You do take each game on their merit. And I took each of the three games on their own merit and felt Rangers were the better team. And that the two one at Ibrox, Rangers absolutely battered them in that second half. And Celtic showed a different side of Celtic that day. It wasn't the high, fast attacking football scoring a lot of goals. It was a doggedness to their defence that day. And that was showed in their average positions of their team that day. It was all run about their own box. And it was a wonderful defensive performance, particularly for Carter Vickers that day in Starfelt, who took a lot of stick last year, uh, despite playing part in the league winning defence and the best record, uh, defensive record in the league. They were excellent that day. The next two games, I thought Rangers were better. Uh, over the over the piece, and by the way, Celtic were good and were really really good games in close contest. The Hamden game, absolutely Hamden mm. game, uh, and and the Celtic Park game. So it's uh, each game I was taking each game in their merit, and just again just to go over, I don't say he's got Ange worked out. Ange's doing an incredible job at Celtic. Gio's doing an equally good job at, at Rangers. It'll be an intriguing game. I can't wait for it. Uh, let's bring in Ross, who's also a Celtic fan. Ross, how confident or otherwise are you? Uh, hi guys, Hugh, Kenny and Gordon um, I'm a bit nervous for tomorrow um, But I just want to say um, I hope you, I hope you have a nice time when you go away I think you're away tomorrow I am, thank you um, So hopefully you have a nice He's time He's leaving the country Ross In case yeah. he gets stick for his Th- predictions This is the first time that I've actually Made a prediction And literally left the country <laughs> The whole <laughs> country <laughs> I can't believe he's leaving and 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 on the Glasgow Derby day. Uh, but anyway, he's just going to uh, throw the grenade in and then just close yeah. the door behind him. <laughs> Five to eight. We'll see what he's got to say for himself. Anyway, Ross, how, no, do, you, how I, do you feel? I'm I'm really nervous for tomorrow because I think obviously Celtic have been scoring goals and you could arguably say Rangers have been the same. So I think tomorrow will be interesting. Um, but I just think the tomorrow's game, Celtic, will obviously get a massive game on Tuesday, Rangers on Wednesday, but. How I just I'm I'm intrigued to find out how Celtic are going to approach tomorrow on the back of you could arguably say Tuesday's the biggest game for us because it's Real Madrid it's the European champions that's the, one of the biggest games that Celtic have ever had to play probably to. I, I, you know I understand that the, the Real Madrid game will be a spectacle pretty much like no other. However, Celtic won't win the Champions League, but in your eyes, Ross, and in the eyes of many, they must win. The domestic league, therefore, I think tomorrow is the more important game. Yeah, but you don't lose the league if you lose tomorrow, though. No, absolutely not. But a five-point start would be handy. Mm. Um, I mean, Kenny, uh, <clears throat> Ange Postecoglou made nine changes the other night and it worked fine. So does he? Will he, will he go back to that eleven that played against Dundee United? I mean, there is Real Madrid. Do you just deal with that on, you know, Sunday Monday? I think so, and I don't. I, I hate the. When we start going, well, what's the more important yeah. game? Particularly with these games. Champions League night, home to Real Madrid. Old fun game is, is equally important as each other. For for these clubs, you need to go on and you need to perform and you need to do the best you can get the result in every single game. So kind of pitching one against the other. What Andrew's got now is a squad, and we even discussed that towards the end of last season when he's making changes that's kind of like for like. And obviously he was really, really clever mm. with the changes and things that he could make last year because the squad wasn't as strong as it is now. But you've seen that through the week. It makes the changes and it's a like-for-like performance. I mean, I've got a couple of teams written down here and I think there's maybe in Celtic, there's maybe one or two spaces. I think Rangers, now with Lawrence being out, there's maybe one or two decisions. I think there's probably nine guys that pick on both sides and there's a couple of spaces available on both. And I would be surprised if that team that won last week for Celtic Mm -hmm. doesn't start. But there is a couple of options yeah. there, and it's the same for Rangers. Now with an injury, they're going to be forced to make a change. The other intriguing thing for me, Kenny, I mean, the size of the Celtic squad, Haxabanovic 
wanders onto the park with 15 minutes to go against Ross County and immediately looks terrific. So I'm not sure it's about the starting 11s tomorrow. As I say, Morelos is on the bench. Wouldn't it just be like the thing for Morelos after all the talk that's flown around him in the last two weeks for him to come on and score a goal? Or would someone like Haksabanovic be the... Unforeseen hero Ross it's an extremely busy show In the sense we're trying to preview tomorrow And reflect on transfer deadline day All at the same time So how happy are you with the Celtic squad And the, the business that you did yesterday And, and over the piece yeah, No, no I, I just say my point was just generally about Obviously the two games back to back But overall um, just based on the transfer window I think Celtic have had a, a remarkable window um, I don't think there'll be any Celtic fan out there That complain with any of the signings that were brought in um, the, the, the guy we got last night I, I don't really know much about him um, Again I, I don't really like to judge people Until I see them So um, I'll take each player on their merit But overall I'm, I'm really really happy with the, with the transfer window And hopefully the new guys will, will add More and more talent to that team Well it was a good line from Ange Postacoglu Oliver Abelgaard will add some size Because the rest of the Celtic players Wouldn't get on the rides at Disneyland <laughs> He says So uh, we'll see We'll see what he's got to Bring the Scottish game Thank you to Ross Rangers fans How do you rate your window? Ross there felt it was remarkable For Celtic What about yours? Are you disappointed The Rangers didn't add anything yesterday? Or are you more than comfortable With what was already there? Pick up the phone right now And we'll hear from you As well as your Rangers manage next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Kenny Miller is here Hugh Keevans Alongside him It's 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB The transfer window Closed last night Just ahead of this game Between Celtic and Rangers Tomorrow uh, Rangers fans Are you happy with the business? What do you make of the squad? Are you disappointed There wasn't any late deals done? The manager's not He says he's happy With the squad Despite not bringing any extras in after qualification to the Champions League It was a quiet deadline day They kept a hold of Glenn Kamara Much to the manager's delight As I said before I think we've done our um, On our business quite early in the window We had to do it Because uh, We had an important start of the season Of course with domestic But also in Champions League You know, More than happy that uh, with the squad we have at the moment You know, We achieved our goal in reaching the, the Champions League which is a, a huge achievement for for my players. I always wanted to keep uh, keep Glenn. You know, we get many offers for 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 players. I think for for Glenn as well. I was always clear with Glenn that I didn't want to lose him, and uh, especially where you know we're playing for everything this season. We're in Champions League. I'm, I'm really happy that Glenn is still here because he's an important part of this this squad. What a split there is on social media over this, Kenny. What's your take on it? Are you surprised Rangers didn't do any business yesterday or after the, the Champions League qualification? Yes, I am. I understand getting the business done early, but when you've got that windfall and, and you've already had a decent kind of income and money with the, with the, with the transfer fees, eh, eh, both Bassey and eh, Rebo, and that's fallen on from six months ago, Patterson. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised they never strengthened and whatever area they felt they needed to strengthen. For me, again, I know they've got a lot of players in this area, but Three of them are injured. They're no Geo Davis is maybe back in training now, but there's still question marks. Is he going to be the long term partner of Conor Goldson? Who knows? Uh, and up front, now that Morelos has stayed, Roof's apparently getting back to fitness. Now they look okay with three 
really really good number nines there so I'm surprised they were brought some, somebody in you know I think even when you get to this stage even just for the sake of having a sign in to come in and, and Ange's talked a lot about over the last few weeks strengthening the squad maybe not necessarily mm-hmm. the starting 11 if one of these players breaks into that starting 11 and shows that he's the guy to have the jersey great but that's why you've got a squad so I am kind of surprised a little bit that they never done some kind of business I think transfer deadline days turned into a social event you know the, people are looking for a gesture Celtic have signed someone and he is the the eighth or the ninth signing of the, 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 the summer window. Why aren't Rangers doing it? Well, it doesn't necessarily mm. follow. It may be that Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is genuinely mm. content with what he has and well, having kept Kamara... I mean, he says he is. What's your take on it, though? Did you expect him to add more or did you think the squad would stay the same? I think he was. it would have been dependent upon Kamara. If Kamara had gone, they certainly would have had to... Uh, bring someone in but um, I don't think that not getting another player in in spite of the Champions League money and all the rest of it I don't think that not getting a player on the last day of the transfer window signifies a negative mm. Kenny's surprised Hugh not so much what about you Rangers fans 01419511025 Ian's in Rutherglen are you happy with the transfer window Ian? Uh, I uh but I did think we would have signed uh, Bartley from Chelsea. Mm. Uh, there was a big, obviously, rumour about that. But what a player he would have been for addition for Rangers. But anyway, obviously, Van Bronckhurst is very happy. Do you know what? I did say, see if we sign that Kolak, we'll, we'll get through the Champions League. Well, yeah, he's certainly he's he's been a success. There's no doubt about that. Just on Ross Barkley, Kenny. I mean, that could still happen. That's the beauty of that. That could happen to anyone because he's a free agent. Um, well, of course, again, that's but, the, that's the nature of the transfer window. When you can kind of work something with your with your club to get yourself freed up before the deadline's done, then you're available to go and sign sign so We see that was Ander Clark getting linked with, with with Hearts today after the transfer deadline. So he'd be a huge sign. I mean, I think I've seen him linked with both Rangers and Celtic. I mean, I think he'd be a wonderful signing for. Uh, for either club uh, The type of player he is He would fit I think he would fit Into both no, teams no, pretty easy No concerned at all By his recent past You know Hasn't played a lot of football uh, He's not But see when he's played you And you still watch him He's still He's a, he's a top top performer uh, Again I would Fit into that midfield Rangers are, are Pretty set in there Celtic have got a lot of Options in that midfield as well So Had maybe a Kamara left Then I think I agree I agree with you And I think uh, mm-hmm. Somebody should have came in uh, into that area of the field uh, Ian what are you thinking about tomorrow? Aye well this is what I was saying uh, the, 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 the wee worker uh, he came on the phone I said see honestly, see if Rangers defend the way they defend against PSV that boy Sands was absolutely outstanding against PSV and he's not even a, a defender as well he's a midfielder defender, but he's really a midfielder my goodness. And then against Dortmund, the way they defended against them, and then uh, obviously against uh, Leipzig and stuff, I see turn up tomorrow, Rangers turn up with a defence, we, we, we should get a draw or we should win it, I think. I, uh, do you know what? You can come back any time for referring to producer Callum as the wee worker on the phone. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> tremendous. I'm delighted with that. It's made my weekend already. Um, how important is Rangers' defensive display Tomorrow then Kenny Ian's rhymed off a few And it's funny because there was bits of the PSV game at Ibrox That people criticised defensively But obviously going over to Eindhoven um, Dortmund yes But then that was in the sort of Calvin Bassey era I, I, I don't know how 
Um, that wants to be replicated But how important is the Rangers defensive structure? Of course it is When you look at a team that have just scored 9 goals Well 13 goals in a week uh, 9 goals in their last league appearance They're going to be fully confident They're going to be hungry for more It's the discipline within Rangers It's not just the defenders It's the whole team defending together When Celtic have got these rotations going on Between their wingers Between their number 8s and their, and their, their full backs it's really important that you stay disciplined, that you communicate, again, more often not probably hold your position and not get pulled out. Dundee United just got pulled apart last week. You know, centre-backs were coming and going, they didn't know whether to stick or twist. You know, and they got pulled apart. Rangers, again, let's say, I think they've had decent joy against Celtic. I think Celtic have moved up a level, to be fair, where they were last year. They, they, they look, getting a, the, the permanent signs of Jota and getting Kyogo back, having that competition mm. all through the squad. I think they've, they've moved up a level, but... It's, uh, it'll be crucial because Rangers can score goals. There's no doubt about that. So defensively, they just need to be sound. You know, against the in the three 0 at Celtic Park, it was it wasn't sound. You know, it could have been five or six in the first. With that in mind, then how big a day is this for James Sands? Because I assume he plays. Yeah, he, he he's plays. He's in my team down um, here. Yeah. Ian's full of praise for the job that he's done. You know, talking about him previously being considered a midfielder. Let's assume he plays at centre back. How big a day is it for him? It's a massive day because he has he's had some decent enough performances over the course of this season, but he's always got that wee sloppy misplaced pass. I've seen him do it in every single game at least once or twice. Uh, and against Celtic, that could get punished because they've got some really really good players in the forward area. So, but defensively last week he, he was excellent. He's not great size. When we talk about Starfelts and, and and the Celtic team, and that there's maybe no great presence and size, and their Sands is is not got that either. So it's one you could be targeted. But who's going to target him in the Celtic team? It's not going to be Kyogo. He might work off him, but he's not going to go up there and physically bully him. You know, so he's uh, it's massive for him. A really, really big game. A massive day. We're looking forward to it because he's had the jersey now for the last six or seven games, and his 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 last couple of performances have probably been his best. Again, that's where the bench comes in. Giacomacus. Uh, midweek ending wall another terrific goal from him and he does have physical presence um, so again it's not necessarily the 11 who start for Celtic or Rangers who will dictate the outcome mm. uh, thank you to Ian Rangers fans keep them coming Ian's happy enough with the window thought maybe a signing of Ross Barkley or the likes but what did you think would you have added anything did the window closing leave you feel a bit deflated disappointed or actually Chess puffed out We've got the squad to go on and win the league How would you describe it? Uh, let's hear a bit more from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst A certain Alfredo Morelos is back tomorrow He's had discussions with the manager After being dropped from the squad two weeks ago Due to fitness and attitude issues Alfredo is uh, is in the squad for tomorrow I had good talks with him um, uh, last Sunday He understood the message And uh, and also uh, you know worked hard to be back uh, and to help the team because uh, he's still a quality player with a lot of threat in front of goal. So, um, you know, he's been training uh, this week. It was very positive. I mean, you you want players in your squad who can uh, who can change games. I think Alfredo is definitely a player who can who can do that. So for me, that gives me an option up front uh, to uh, to play with him. So uh, I'm happy for all of us that he's back and uh, he looks um, very positive. So uh, now for him is to uh, make sure he maintained this and uh, and also uh, contribute when he's on the pitch. I don't think we'll manufacture a will he start the game debate, Hugh. No, no. That would seem unlikely. Um, but we can't have a blockbuster fixture without one of Scottish football's main characters, can we? 
This is a life-changing moment for Alfredo Morelos. He has been indulged by Rangers for far too long. They've put up with the erratic behaviour. Steven Gerrard put up with the, the, the letting him go to uh, Colombia for compassionate reasons and then he, he, he threw it back in the manager's face by not coming back in time for a Scottish Cup tie. Uh, he's been indulged for too long and eventually... Good man management from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. He called him out. He said attitude problems and he's clearly put him in the picture. And according to the manager, he gets the message. Well, time will tell, but I think he does realise that under Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, he has no future at Ibrox unless his attitude improves. So I expect to see a, a different Morelos now. What are you thinking, Kenny, for tomorrow regarding him? He'll not play. There's no way in the world he starts. Uh, firstly, I mean, Cholak, in the form that he's in, seven goals in, in, play in anyway, seven, seven games before the other night, he would probably be playing anyway. You know, and, and he'll be looking forward to this game. So I'm sure it would be a body blow for him if he wasn't. I still don't think there's any way Alfredo will be ready to go and play 90 minutes of a football match. And until he is, I don't think he can be, I don't think he be, can, can be considered. Again, that's even without the Cholak factor. So uh, no, but having him involved, there's no doubt when you've, when he's not in the squad at the moment, Rangers are light in that position. Mm-hmm. So having him on the bench with the ability to come on the same way, Hughes saying that Jackamakis can affect the game potentially in a positive way for Celtic. There's no doubt Alfredo can come on and play a part in this game. And is that why? Because that that's why either Rangers needed to sign a new striker or they need him there and, and available because probably at some point tomorrow, if Kyogo starts, Jackamakis will feature. And as he's done for the last few weeks, you know they they tend to come on and and contribute. Something needs to help Cholak out yep. in that area of the pitch, I assume. Yep, and I and I would rather have had Alfredo there than signing a striker because you know what you're getting with Alfredo. You know you're going to get goals. You know the type of performance you're going to get. You also know the negatives of, of him as well. You know the you know the person. You should now be a really really aware of how to manage him. And Giovanni clearly felt this was probably the best way to do him mm-hmm. to try and get him back on side. Uh, with the decision he made a couple of weeks ago. So it's uh, yeah, I'm I'm delighted he's still in the building because now he can focus on this. If it's going to be his last year at Rangers, focus on helping the team. If you're performing, you're helping the team, and if you're performing, you're going to get the best chance of getting the move that you crave at the end of the season. On a free. It's the beauty of this fixture, Hugh. Tomorrow, this is not mm. an away trip. With no disrespect to. St Johnston tomorrow If Alfredo Morelos happens to come off the bench In the last five minutes and get the winner The last few weeks will be a distant memory We're we're fickle like that Uh, Without doubt Uh, This fixture makes heroes And can destroy careers At the same time Uh, Fate does play a part in football The Alfredo Morelos story Would be written for tomorrow The man who was Halfway out the door Who is Pulled up for his attitude by the manager As I say, wouldn't it be just like the thing If he came on and scored a goal Thank you Ian, we've got Tony in Orlando, Florida He's coming up next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller are here They're about to be joined by Tony in Orlando, Florida Of all places As a Celtic fan, Tony, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, hello guys, good evening or good afternoon from here. Um, nice to talk to you again. Um, I think the only way Celtic will lose tomorrow is if we beat ourselves, if that makes any sense. <laughs> I think that the attitude, if they go out with the right attitude, they're going to win the game comfortably, I think. Um, 
I heard Kenny earlier on saying that he's got um, some lineups with a couple of, you know, ifs and buts. And what I would do, I don't know why I'm thinking this, but I would play Ralston at right back because I think he could handle Ryan Kent better than Juranovic. I'd start Stephen Welsh at centre-half because, God bless the guy, but I don't trust Big, big Starfield. <laughs> I haven't since he signed. And the only one that gets me, I don't know, is midfield. I can't make my mind up between Hatati or Turnbull. And I'm leaning towards Turnbull. Because I know Hatati had a great game in the 3 nothing game, but he's all, he seemed too nervous to me when he plays against Rangers. Apart, and, um, apart from that know. debut where he scored twice, you mean? Yes, other than that. Right, I, just, okay. I think sometimes, sometimes the game pass, the old firm game passes Hatati by. Uh, um, we'll take nah. your way through that Hugh there's a few suggestions in there uh, Juranovic will play not uh, Anthony Ralston oh, well. um, Starfelt I think I agree with uh, Tony that he can be a bit of a scare at times uh, but Stephen Welsh will not start ahead of him uh, and Hatati will start in front of David Turnbull um, because again you just never know at Celtic Park Atati with previous against Rangers, he's starting all day long. Juranovic seemed to do quite well against Ryan Kent that night that everyone always references. Thereafter, have you seen anything to suggest that Anthony Ralston would be a better <clears throat> bet, as good as he was against Ross County? I think in the, he got done with a bit of movement, didn't he? And Ryan Kent went through and Aaron Ramsey goal and the opening goal at Ibrox. Uh, no, but I think, I, I think Juranovic will play. There's no... For me, there's no doubt about that. The three, the three decisions that were were picked up on Juranovic or Haralston, Starfelt, or when I've got Jensen there or Welsh, and Hatati or Tumble, I've got the same things down. But I think the three that Hugh says will play will play. I, I just I can't yeah. see it. I and mean, it seems to be. I know we've got like everybody seems to have the same feeling surrounding Starfelt, but like the evidence that backs, and I have got the same reservations because I I wouldn't mind being up against them, but. The the evidence best defensive record in the league. They've won the league and cup double, and he seems to be the guy that has got the jersey at the moment mm. alongside Cameron Carter Vickers. So the only decision I think he might have would be: is it a badder or is it Maeda? That would be it for me in Celtic team. And which one? And I would play a badder. And will Ange Postecoglou agree with you? Who knows? <laughs> only Ange will know. Uh, it seems to like Maeda, and we know why he likes Maeda with, with, with the qualities that he's got because it is they do bring different things to the team. Very Abada brings sharpness, directness, pace, More of a and goal a threat. real goal threat. Yeah. Maeda, for me, brings his pace. He's still got a bit of pace. He brings a real work ethic to the team. But again, Abada works hard. Jota works hard. You're doing these guys a disservice if you're completely saying that Maeda's all about work. But uh, I, I think Abada, I mean, if you're looking at that area of the field, Abada against Barisic, I think, I think Abada would maybe fancy his chances. Old style managers used to say I can only pick 11 But Ange Postecoglou or Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Can pick 16 So for me I agree with Kenny I would start with Abada Not discounting what Maeda might be able to do for you later on um, but He was all about the bench tonight And I'm loving yes, it I'm yes, absolutely loving He's the a chat. squad man loving now. It. Yeah. Um, I mean I'm looking at what they do You know Celtic score 9 and then leave out nine. And they bring in Giacomacus, uh, who was very good uh, against Ross County. 
Uh, Maeda, his goal as well. Um, I just think that if you're not factoring in the five subs, then why have five subs? Well, it's not that no one's factoring them in. It'll just always be a great debate about who starts the game because they'll, they'll play them start. and they'll play the That's majority it. of yeah. it. Um, Tony, what's this thing you've got against Starfield? Has he not done all right against Rangers last season? Yeah, I mean the defensive. You know, the 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 game at Ibrooks. I mean, it was immense. But you know, down at down at the local Celtic club here in Orlando, I think most of us that are regulars there and some of the visitors that come over as well, it, it, it makes us all very nervous. You see, when he, you know, when he either is on the ball or when he's trying to, we all take a deep breath as if, you know, what's going to happen. <laughs> And uh, I just think Stephen Welsh is is more solid back there. Um, you know, I, I understand what the guys are saying. He will probably start the, the you know the the team that um, beat um, Dundee United. But those are the changes I would make. You know, Ryan Kent down flying down that side. Um, Juranovic gets caught out sometimes against Kent, and I just think Ralston would be you know more solid in there. But. Um, the only thing is, I mean, Juranovic is the first choice right back. That that's sure. become abundantly clear. Uh, Anthony Ralston fits into that category, probably with Jackamakis and some others that come in and do their job, and very rarely, and in fact, sometimes come in and excel like he did the other night. But if we're building this up to be the fixture that that, that it is, Juranovic just tends to be first choice for this type of thing, doesn't he? And I think that's understandable. To go back to Tony's point about uh, Carl Starfelt, you've got a sequence of games here that are huge for Carl Starfelt and his profile and his reputation. Antonio Cholak followed by Karim Benzema. Big call. I mean, if you go through them last season, Kenny Starfelt and Welsh, funnily enough, played together in the 1-0 for Rangers that kicked it off last season. I mean, that seems like a long time ago when you look at the squad's uh, Anthony Ralston did indeed play I think that was before uh, Juranovic was signed And then it was the more likely uh, The more recognised one in the 3-0 It was Greg Taylor, Carl Starfield, Carter Vickers and Juranovic And I think that pretty much was the same uh, For all of the remaining fixtures And in, f- and in fact Ralston played the last one The one all um, At the end of last season So Bit of familiarity in there Again I th- this is a massive game It's the biggest game domestically You play your best team And I think Without being disrespectful To some of the guys who Like you say Come in and, and do Equally as good a job And seems to have made his mind up That these guys are Probably the first choice In, in these positions So Aye I think That Juranovic will definitely get the nod And Starfield will definitely get the nod And that that familiar back four uh, Juranovic Carter Vickers Starfield and Taylor Will be, will be the back line of Celtic tomorrow uh, let's thank Tony Enjoy Orlando, Florida And bring in Davey Who's a bit closer to home What are you making Of what you're hearing tonight Davey? Uh, it's just on the last call And he's talking about How um, Stephen Welsh Is more defensively solid Than Carl Starfield I don't know what games He's been watching For last season But I remember Stephen Welsh Getting bullied away At Livingston When Celtic lost 1-0 I think that was the last game That we lost in the league And since then Carl Starfield And Carter Vickers Have been playing at the back and we've had the best defensive record in the league. I don't know why you would want to change it mm. for a game tomorrow that could see the club go five points clear. Just, I think they're just making... I don't. I think, as well, there's some Celtic fans are kind of making uh, Starfield a scapegoat for some of the errors 
that the team had last season when it wasn't just down to him, you know, there was there was other members in the team that were causing the errors. I just I think Starfield's getting made a scapegoat and it seems to be carrying on into that season. Yeah. I suppose the only slight thing, Davy, and it might be slight, is he's got one start this season. He obviously was injured, came on against Kilmarnock, came on against Ross County the other night. Started against Dundee United. Incidentally, he's got two goals already, as well. Is is there anything in that 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 would you know put you off slightly, or is he going straight in tomorrow? No, he goes straight in. For me, the only person that would maybe swap him would be Jens. But again, Jens has played in an old firm game. You know, it's, he's only joined this season. You have to go with, you know, you have to go with the people that know how to play the games and stuff. Felt, you know, I think he played in what four, four or five mm-hmm. of them last season, and he's got quite a good record. I yeah, would keep him in with Carter Vickers I don't know why you would change it You don't really uh, Need to have experience of the old firm game We go back to The best example Rio Hatati had never played in one And had scored two goals by half time um, Davey The guys in here The main debate for them Is is it Abada or Maeda what, What's your answer? For me it's going to be Abada I think Maeda I think With the pace that he's got To bring him on Probably like 60, 70 minutes into the game Depending on how the result's going With his pace Who's up against the fullback for the Rangers uh, that, that could be crucial But I mean Abadi scored a hat-trick last week um, And I don't know I just for me I think he's earned his right in the team tomorrow It's a really good one that Kenny Because I From the outside It, it feels like is more likely To score And he's more likely to do something eye-catching And well That's kind of what you're looking for you just get the sense that Ange Postacoglu sometimes feels that um, Maeda's more important for the team and the way that he wants his team to set up. Is that a, is that a fair distinction? I think when you're saying that, you're saying more with the defensive side of the game in mind. So he can press at a really, really good tempo. Again, I still think Maeda's got that, but I still think Abada can do it as well. And see, if he couldn't, he wouldn't be playing. Mm. Because it's, there's two sides of the game and Ange doesn't just accept... The, the attacking work there, a baddie, a Kyogo or a Jota, they, he needs them to put their shift in when they've not got the ball. That being said, they don't not have the lot of the ball when they're playing domestically against other teams, but Rangers are, could outpossess them tomorrow. They have done in previous games. So there is another side of the game to be done. So he plays Maeda in, in, in a lot of games. You know, that's it. Does, is, is Jota better on the right or the left? I think that can also come into it because he's been really, he definitely he's plays. Because he plays. And he's been flying as well. So to drop someday, right? You know, and I know it's no dropping because you'll say it's it's a squad game and this is the way coaching managers talk. But not to play a bad after getting a hat trick last week. And had he been thinking about not playing a badder tomorrow, I think he might have kept him in the team through the week there and maybe mm-hmm. saved Maeda's legs for a wee half hour where it was the other way around. So that could be a sign. It could mean absolutely nothing and Ange could surprise us. But I would play a badder. Uh, could we debate there about the Celtic team tomorrow? What about you Rangers fans? I can see some coming in on Twitter. Why not pick up the phone? What are your big decisions? There is no Tom Lawrence, remember. How big a blow is that? Who should take his place? Give us a call. We'll play this first. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Oh, the stakes could not be higher. It's poised. It's two all this week between listeners and pundits. Don't get me wrong. I think we maybe owe Andy Halliday a miscount, so maybe we're off on that assessment. But we'll just 
gloss over Scrub that, that. Uh, we'll, we'll deal with that another time if you want to play beat the pundit tonight maybe set the tone as they say for your team this week 01419511025 calls need to be in before 7 o'clock and of course for the final time this week just for getting through even if you come in on here and you're absolutely hopeless as long as you get on to play we will give you a pair of tickets to the Virgin Bet Air Gold Cup at Air Racecourse and tonight they are VIP tickets no less it's for Saturday the 17th of September so pick up the phone and beat the pundits next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevan still here before he jets off on his holidays he, he leaves just about kick-off time tomorrow I, I can't believe it either but we'll get some good mileage out of him between now and 8 o'clock and a man who knows that fixture very well Kenny Miller is alongside him we are reacting as well to transfer deadline day it spilled over into today for some teams uh, Mullerwell fans Louis Moult is back how excited are you about that one Hearts fans did you expect a bit more than just the one player to be brought in yesterday uh, Hibbs, uh, whoever else did business why not pick up the phone Stephen Kelly went to Livingston there were a few bits and pieces so now's a good time to get in touch on that front 01419511025 and we will play this first Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football right Beat the Pundit time with Gary uh, from Washington not that one though Gary no, near Newcastle. No, I just, honestly, I didn't know there was one. Yeah, tiny weir. Yeah, learn something new every day. Um, Gary, you're going to have to come up for the air races though, because you've won a pair of VIP mm-hmm. tickets. I'm sure I've got relatives that will take them. Good. I'm sure they'll go to a good <laughs> home. They're VIP tickets, by the way. You'll be a popular man on the phones uh, tonight. Virgin Bet Air Gold Cup at Air Racecourse, Saturday 17th. Gary's relatives are getting VIP tickets to that one, so uh, hopefully they enjoy their night, Gary. Do you think Hugh's already on holiday mode, Gary, and you could take advantage? Well, that's what I'm hoping for. I think there's a possibility. I mean, he's, have you ever seen the likes, Kenny? He's in here, he's, he's got a napkin tied round his head with the, you know, the knot in the four corners. He's got the flip-flops on. Rapsy. He was <laughs> singing Volari in, the, in the, the office earlier. Buonasera, buonasera. See, it's all there. Yeah. So I think he could be. I think he could take advantage and win it for the listeners this week. So toss the coin, heads it will be... Mr Italia himself and tails it'll be Kenny Miller and I'm afraid you are on holiday mode you can properly sit back it's Kenny up against Gary from Washington Grazie mille (laughs) we will give Kenny something else to listen to just so that he doesn't know what's happening in here Gary 30 seconds answer as many as you can pass if you don't know that's all you need okay good man 30 seconds then on the clock and your time starts no. Which Rangers manager signed Shawnee Aluko and Doran Goyan? Uh, Alan McCoy. Name the only Australian currently signed for Celtic. Pass. Which company currently sponsor the Scottish Professional Football Leagues? Cinch. Name either Scottish Championship side that's got a thistle on their club crest. Partick Thistle. Which current Scottish Premiership club has the smallest capacity stadium? Ooh, St Mirren. Name the most recently appointed manager in the Scottish top flight. Uh, mm, Who's Hibbs number one? David Marshall Okay Kenny can you hear us? Sure can Good same set of questions Ready? Yep Which Rangers manager signed Sonny Aluko and Doran Goyan? Alan McCoyst Name the only Australian currently signed for Celtic Moy Which company currently sponsors the Scottish Professional Football Leagues? Branch. 
Named either Scottish Championship side With a thistle on their club crest Perfect. Which current Scottish Premiership club Has the smallest capacity stadium Come on it Name the most recently appointed manager In the Scottish top flight Pass Who's the number one for Hibs Marshall Who is the Scottish Premiership's Top scorer this season Kyogo What do you think Gary Have you done I enough I think he's beat me by one now mm, You both knew Both Rangers men You both knew Ali McCoist Signed Sonny Luko And Doran Goyan Only Kenny knew that Aaron Moy Is the only Australian At Celtic I know it. Do you know what I think you're so used to The Tom Rogic era And he's gone And uh, Kenny goes 2-1 up Cinch sponsors the SPFL Partick Thistle and Inverness Cali yeah. Thistle funnily enough Have the Thistle on their crest So it's a good game this 4-3 After 4 questions uh, Which Premiership club has the smallest stadium? You were both wrong Kenny you were the furthest out for sure yeah. It's not Comarnock Ross It's County. Ross County mm-hmm. But Gary didn't get that either I'm disappointed in you I'm standing right here Who's the most recently appointed manager? Oh, there we go Stevie Hamill There we go um, So none of you got that So still one to Kenny David Marshall is Hibs number one So you both got it Still one to Kenny And I think you know what that means Gary Because you ran out of questions And, and it he was got He did Kyogo is right I feel that's gone under the radar a little bit I think Jota's like got a lot of headlines And obviously Cholak's done well at coming in Kyogo's got six goals already in the Premiership oh. Anyway, I digress uh, So Kenny wins 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 A 6-4 victory Good performance, Kenny Miller Big performance, that You needed that, yeah. big, performance. big performance Big weekend, isn't it? Yeah So you had to deliver But Gary, your your relatives will appreciate the tickets, I'm sure And you're a Rangers fan, I believe, down there in Washington What are you thinking about tomorrow? Well, I'm going out to watch it tomorrow afternoon And I just I hope we can uh, hold them back And we actually get a take a draw I'm not going to be very popular by saying that, but come by Parky, after them scoring nine at last weekend, I'd happily take a draw. Listen, there's no room for that, Hugh. It's, look, oh, it's yeah. not. It's not the way. It's not the bravado. All week we've had. We'll do this to them, and we'll do that to them. If you go away to your rivals and draw those games and win your home games over the piece, would that not be successful? I think a draw is understandable tomorrow. If that's what you think will happen, I think it's. No, it's not necessarily a prediction. It was almost Gary's, not hope, but you know, saying he would take a draw. Is that is that a fair mindset for Rangers fans? Well, yeah, as Kenny said earlier on, Celtic would have to be the favourites. You know, the thirteen goals in the last two games, their overall performances since the season started, uh, thirty-seven games in a row without losing. Um, Celtic Park, fifty-nine thousand two hundred Celtic fans, eight hundred Rangers fans. Uh, Fantastic match in prospect And I would understand Any result At the end of 90 minutes Sacrilege isn't it For this fixture Kenny We're not allowed to admit That weakness um, Can you see Some Validity In what Gary's saying Would, would, you know, I wouldn't would take Rangers a draw. take a draw no. I wouldn't I don't, no, Neither team will take a draw A draw is not a disastrous result Is what I would say Keep Celtic top league So they'd be relatively happy Rangers are no falling too far behind If, if they lose five points At this stage of the season Is not ideal So it's not a disaster By any man any means For either team If it's a draw But no way Any team are You can't, you can't at admit this moment it time. <laughs> um, I, you know, I always say A draw is a disaster A defeat is a catastrophe But A draw is not a disaster Tomorrow But A defeat Is a catastrophe Right okay it certainly will seem that way on the open line tomorrow afternoon. Any thoughts in particular on the team, Gary? You know, anyone that you need, you'd like to see play, or anyone you think will be the main man? See, Morelos on the bench. 
if he is on the bench, bring back a bit of team spirit that we might have been missing and just hopefully the defence is sorted again. Save Sands and Goldson back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, G- Gary, I feel like if I had floated the idea to you a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months ago then, that you'd get into the first game of the season against Celtic and James Sands would be the first choice centre-back, I'm not sure it would have been met with like delight amongst the Rangers fans, but has he done enough in recent weeks to convince you otherwise? That guy that phoned in with all his statistics of how well right. James Sands yeah. has been doing. Do you know what I mean? After listening to that, I brought back a bit of confidence for him. But the fact that we signed Ben Davies for about four million and John Sutter for them to be injured and us to be confident going in with some, mm-hmm. somebody different is a positive. Yeah, it's been a real. It feels like it's been up and down already, Kenny. After the was it USG away, we were getting called. You know, James Sands is never the answer there. And then all of a sudden, over the piece from the PSV games, we're getting calls along the lines of, "By the way." What a defender we've got on our hands. Then Malky Mackay's raging that he doesn't get sent off at nil-nil uh, last week. So o- already up and down. Giovanni Van Bronckers will hope it's an up day tomorrow for him. He's in good form. That, that's what I would say. I wouldn't be happy moving forward with James Sands as a number one centre-back. That's what I would say. Uh, I think there's... Physically, I think he could be there to be got. I said earlier in the show, he's sloppy. has like we kind of... Blanks moments where he gives the ball away really, really cheaply in really dangerous areas, like kind of square pass across, and it's a misplaced pass, and the and the and the opposition can get at you. So, I just think uh, moving forward, like like Gary saying, we've signed Davis at four million. You've signed John Suter, an international uh, centre back who, again, we don't know what type of injury he's yeah. got, how long he's going to be out. Davis, by all accounts, is back training. Will he take the jersey off, Sands? That's that's. That's that's what we need to see. These are the questions that need to be answered surrounding Davis as a as the first choice centre back at Rangers alongside Goldson. So I think Sands he's had a couple of decent games. Uh, yep, he probably he probably should have been sent off last week, uh, but he got away with it. So he's able to play tomorrow, and he's in not bad form. And the team, which is more important, put their best domestic performance on last week at home to Ross County, and uh, they're going into a good form. The good thing about tomorrow, Hugh, is there's always a real sort of you know mutual respect and understanding. If there is a decision like that, James Sands one, we probably won't hear much about it at full time. We'll just gloss over it. And well, move on. The compliance officer doesn't retire until November, and going to go with a bang. He'll be kept. Busy from now until November if something like that occurs <laughs> Gary how um, big a blow is it to not have Tom Lawrence available well to be fair we have seen quite a few other attacking options but he's been the standout so far for me from the signings that we've made in the summer but I just hope that if it's Tillman and Wright or if it's Arfield that steps into the attacking position then they will step up tomorrow especially if it's Arfield they've got the person that's played in the old firm games he can play in the centre mid and they can attack, do you know what I mean? So we do have the cover there, mm. but it's also a big blow, as you said. Yeah, Kenny, look, this that's just football. Big games come around, players miss out. But Tom Lawrence, is that how, how do you quantify you know how big a blow that is for, for Rangers? It's, it's a blow. Uh, is it a massive blow? I, I would say no. I still think there is other players there that can that, that can fill in. Can they do the same job as him? Maybe, maybe not. I think they can bring something different to the team. There is a lot of guys that could fill in, and there's a lot of kind of ways that they could play. Rangers could go back to having their, their kind of more recognised what they had last year a midfield kind of three with Lundstrom and any two of Davis, mm-hmm. Kamara, and Jack. Tillman could then fill, yeah. fill in wide, but again, Scotty Arfield could be in there. 
Tillman what, what, could would your, what would your preference be then? Right, I'll run this team past yeah. you from Graham. He's get up. I love this. Graham's got to be graphic and everything. All the, oh, the players are lined up. So, look, back four sort of picks itself. Tavernier, Goldson, Sands, Barisic. He's gone Lundstrom, Kamara. Then in front of that, Tillman, Scott Wright, Ryan Kent, Antonio Cholak. Right. I think that could be the team. Yeah. I do think it could be the team because I'd actually forgot about Scotty Wright, but he seems to get the nod in that area of the pitch on that right that right uh, wing slot. Big games. He's done it in the European finals, semi finals last year. At the start of the season, he's played in big qualifiers and, and games in that position in the absence of Lawrence. So if Lawrence so was fit, he would play. I think Lawrence, yeah, absolutely. I think that would be a midfield. So it's Lundstrom and one other. So I hear a lot of fans thinking Davis should, should play as well yeah. Bringing that experience And, and he, all the qualities that he's got he, he Reading the game And just doing everything correctly In this game That common influence in there as well uh, Alongside So but I think it's Lundstrom and one other So it could be Ryan Jack It could be Davis It could be Kamara If Lawrence was playing It would be Lawrence, Tillman, Kent and Cholak There's, there's no mm-hmm. I've absolutely no doubt about it Lawrence being injured now I think Giovanni will have a decision to make Does he keep to the same kind of Way that he's been playing in, with a, in terms of the positions of the, of the players, which would mean someone needs to play replace Lawrence on the right, and like I say that could be Tillman going there and Arfield going inside. Arfield could play out there. Wright could be there. Matondo could be there. I think they'll stick to that type of way, and I think they'll, they'll, they'll the, the team that uh, the team that was read out there, I think, could be the team. Well, they're a good team. Um, as I say, we can debate. Key positions or Maeda, Abada, um, Tillman, whoever, you know, they both have wonderful squads. Um, something will determine the outcome of the game. Uh, that's the, the one thing we don't know. And we don't know which player will be the one that does determine the outcome. Players that, like Carl Staffelt, James Sands, people are picking holes in them and saying well they're capable of a mistake and giving the ball away cheaply and so on and so forth they might turn out to be the two best players in the park you can never tell with this game uh, Kenny you know we spoke a bit about Rio Hatati earlier and how the this notion that you know it's really tough to play your first one and you won't know what's hit you like, there are loads of players that just totally disprove that looked like he'd played in about 50 of them the noise you know, it didn't matter yes it was at home Um we would expect to see some debutants in it tomorrow. Cholak would be one. Uh, Tillman would be the other. So that, you know, that are sort of nailed on, if you like. It remains to be seen. Any others in there? Um, do you remember your first one? My first old firm was 5-0 at Ibrox. 5-1, sorry. 5-1 at Ibrox. Not a bad one. 2000, yep. I missed the first one, so that was the Celtic Park 6-2. Oh, that was a good He's planned that well. Yep. So you missed that one and came back for the... the so there you are, that yep. tells you all you need to know. 6-2 yep. at yeah. Celtic Park. So, so I didn't realise that. So you you were injured the day before that the game? Day before that game. So I don't know if I was playing. I can't remember if so I was playing So you would have won seven, six if you were fit. Or, or we might even not concede as many. <laughs> there's there's another there. example. Yep. So, that was Chris Sutton's debut, uh, that game. Scored mm. the first goal, scored the last goal. Yeah. Um, and then Celtic go to Ibrooks having won 6-2. Yeah. With Martin O'Neill and lose five one. How tough is that to take then? Do you think you, you know? Were you going to play? No, I, I can't actually remember. I mean, I, I don't know if I would have played or not. I would probably have probably edged not, but would have been involved. Mm-hmm. I would have been involved. 
So I was gutted. I've rolled, rolled my ankle all the day before, so, so I wasn't missed a, it. Wasn't a teammate kicked you or anything? No, no, I rolled my ankle. I never wore the boots. It was the old Nike, <laughs> thin Nike Tempo, really, yeah. like, like new kind of style. And there was no the leather material, which all. And I was wearing them in training. I don't even know what I was doing. And rolled my ankle, uh, missed the game. But the debut was uh, was a five 0 a five one. Sorry, Fergie opened the score. And I think Mo scored. Am- Amoruso scored. Uh, De Boer scored as well. Mm-hmm. I think. Can't sorry, Andrew Flo. Big, big flow. Yeah, that was it. Um, you were from Scotland, and you knew you knew the fixture in, in that regard. Does anything prepare you for it for the first time? Like I say, this is not that debutants can't do well. See Rio Hatati, um, but does en- anything prepare you for it? Not the noise. I think they're they're, they're special games. Uh, even the build up to it, you know, like it's there's so much pressure going into it, and so much scrutiny and, and and eyes that are on the fixture that sometimes that can also. I mean, it's different. It's a, it's a different build up altogether at any normal game, and then when you come up to the whether if, if, if it's at Celtic Park and you're the you're the away team and you're rolling up there and you can see the fans that are lining the street and they're they're that's really hostile. That that's different as well, and then you get in and hear that noise. And back when I played, it wasn't eight hundred fans. There was a real yeah. proper proper game. You know, like it's was it. Seven thousand or what? People it always was, say know. this, right? But, but yeah. genuinely, can you not hear your teammates? So, what, what's that like? It is the, the noise before each game. Doesn't matter where it is, is incredible, absolutely incredible. Do you so the, the, not everybody, not everybody, like thrives on that. No, everybody it can be. And if you don't mm. go off to a good start in that game, particularly if it's an away yeah. game, and you have got the see just, the lion's share of the fans. Ju- just on you. that, look, I'm not expecting you to be unfair to individuals necessarily. You'll give, give names if you want to feel free, nah, yeah. but. Uh, You've seen people properly shrink. Can you think of examples of where you just think that occasion just got to him? No, nah, you know, see off the top of my head, I can't. You know, but I could, when you're looking back over games, you can see, I mean, I think it was uh, Gary says games pass you by or he feels that mm-hmm. maybe the game passes Hattati by or whatever. You can see that. You know, there's no doubt it affects players in different ways. Some players, again, you've got guys like McGregor's and Davis's in the Rangers squad that absolutely thrive on it. Scotty Arfield looks like another one of the, these guys that thrives on that type of atmosphere. In Celtic's team, you've got McGregor. He's, he's the heartbeat of the team. Jota, a big player. They'll, they'll thrive on these mm-hmm. types of games, you know, and they'll use that to to push them. But there's other players that are not the same, you know, and that's why these guys in the team are really, really important figures because they can help these guys. So it's when you talk about experience of the fixture, like it doesn't mean to say you can't perform in that fixture as a as a first timer. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. But what it does mean, having a wee understanding, having people alongside you that maybe be able to help you in difficult moments because there'll be players tomorrow will be going through a tough time, you know. And having these guys next to you can help. I was just going to say to you, but the. The foreign players. Uh, you remember the famous look in Lubo Marabchik's face when he scored in his old firm debut, and the noise and everything. He looked about him as if to say, "What is going on here?" Um, but I, I, I do know of one player who said to his manager in the week leading up to an old firm game, "I don't think I can handle it." Really? And was left out. Wow! I'll tell you a big. See when you speak to guys that are. That have played at the absolute top level of the game. Yeah, Stephen Gerrard came up here and talked about mm-hmm. how big and how different the old firm game is to, to the to the Liverpool Everton derby. Uh, Cole Tuli, I, I, I chat with him about a month back on it, and he says all the derbies played in North London. He's played Manchester. He's played Liverpool Everton, and he says this game is, is is on a different level. You know, so when these types of people are talking about, it, and this you could rhyme off another twenty names, mm-hmm. the guys that have played at top level derbies over all over the world. And they come in and say, "This is this is different," 
then you've got to stand up and take note I suppose these boys are at the, at the absolute elite levels come on then get your calls in 01419511025 it's a good time to call you could be up next and there's a full time teaser as well taking your calls on Scottish football 01419511025 this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard it's that time of the night where Hugh Evans, veteran pundit and Kenny Miller veteran striker Team up and try and come up with the answers to this full-time teaser Now I like this one And if you want to submit a question for future use Get your big shout-out, your big mention uh, My eternal gratitude Then the address you need is full-time at Clyde1.com Michael sent this one in tonight Not including own goals Seven players have scored In a meeting of Celtic Rangers Rangers Celtic whilst on loan at the time so not including own goals We can add the own goal in at the end if you want For a, a, a wee bonus But not including own goals Seven players have scored for Rangers against Celtic Or Celtic against Rangers Whilst on loan That's a wild question That is, that is that's different It's a different kind of thinking I like that. Yeah. What I would say is There are some that, that are quite glaring For a couple of reasons To get the ball rolling was Chris Commons on loan? No, I mean, more obvious Time-wise More fresh in the mind, shall we say Hatati um, was he on loan, no? No, no. no. Carter Vickers Yes Because he's now a permanent signing He was on loan And Jota, there we go See, easy as that Now we're only looking for Another five So uh, I'll give you time And if you want to hear Your question used on the show It's full time At Clyde1.com Lee's a Celtic fan On the line Confident for tomorrow Lee How confident? Absolutely 100% confident um, In terms of the team Just a quick point I've got a point to make To Kenny in a minute Sure uh, But a, a point on the team I think I think he'll go Maeda and Jota I don't think Abada As much as he's done well Will start I think Abada, um, Maeda Will be there To nullify uh, Taverne but also his attacking threat and, and with the way they switch wings as well I think they'll cause problems Would that, uh, would that be harsh on, on Abad Ali? I mean what more do you do apart from score a hat-trick the previous week? Well I don't think Ange I don't think you know Andrew will, he picks the team to win the game and I don't think you know as much as Abad it will be great off the bench uh, he has been great off the bench at times I think he goes to win the game and uh, I think we'll win comfortably tomorrow I hear Kenny talking about James Sands I mean, I don't know a lot about him, but um, I'd be a, I'd be a worried Rangers man if, if that was. The, the point I wanted to bring up with Kenny earlier on, he's made two points. So he said Celtic are a different team from last season. Absolutely. We went up another level. We went up a couple of more gears. We brought in the players. Uh, and, and I know you people say it's done United Ross game, but you've still got to put them teams away. And we've been electric the last few weeks. So Kenny says, uh, he, he, I know the other caller said he, he, Gio's got his, uh, Andrew's number. I, I know that Kenny didn't say that, but Kenny, talk me through what what it is that Gio's done that you think he, he's he's got the edge in his last few old fun games. Talk me through it because I don't I don't get where you're coming from. So well, I'll flip it to: Did you think Rangers weren't better in the last two or three games of the season? What what what, what are you so talking about? All three games, the, the three games over the oh, each game. I think Rangers had the edge in each game. That's what I said. Right, well, that, yeah. That's what I'm asking you, Kenny. Yeah. What, what what better about it then? Tell well, me then. What, I, what is it they've done? Well they, well, well, they play better. I thought that for a start. There's a win in a, there's a win yeah. each in a draw, yeah. so it's there's not. A, no, and by the way, and when I say they had the edge, I mean they had they had a, a, a slight edge. 
I'm not saying Rangers dominated the game by any stretch of the imagination because I've always said the games were really close. Like you say, it was a draw and two wins and an a, a a, a odd goal. Mm-hmm. One, you know, two, one. And one's extra time. So I just felt Rangers were the better team within the games and I felt they learned the lessons from the 3-0 defeat at Celtic Park where they were passive and they sat off Celtic and they allowed them to dominate they allowed them to get positioned in the opposition half and they, and they got annihilated that night particularly in the first half that never happened in next games Rangers were in their face they were more aggressive they were better on the ball and they were the better team and in, in my opinion they were the better team in each of the games albeit the games were very very close and very tight and they were won by the odd goal and one was a draw but Rangers looked Better within the games as a, as a Rangers fan I would have been happy With how i seen my team In those games Against Celtic I know but if you're talking about Getting the edge And it's just enough for a draw Then fair enough But well, There was a win there as well though Lee I think that's the point isn't it One It was a win well, for well, each you know, and a draw I'll, I'll actually go the other way really Were Rangers no the better team In the, in the 2-1 defeat? Here I, I want to talk about that Hamden game the, the one player that Really causes a few problems I'm, I'm I will admit it because I watched it. Was Calvin Barsley? He's no longer at Rangers. You're telling me that Bar- Barisic is the same as him. He got a chase in at Parkhead that night, and he's no recovered from it. And if he's playing tomorrow, we, I've listened to Carl McGregor the day that unity in that team, that uh, togetherness that we've got at the moment, the signings we've made, the, the atmosphere tomorrow. I just don't think Rangers will be able to handle it. And I know you, Kenny, will have your blue tinted spectacles on. You say say what you want to say, but I just think overall Celtic will have too much. And I don't. I just don't come to this. They had the edge. A, a draw, okay, fine enough. It's a draw, but well, I just we'll ask you a question. Lee. I just ask you a question that you never answered. Go then. I'll answer it now. Go on. Well, 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 you're not listening. No, I was making well, my own point. Too busy on a ramp. Okay, right. No problem. Well, so do you not think Rangers were the better team in the two-one Celtic victory at Ibrox? Should Rangers not have got something out of the game that day? Well, that, well, that's your own fault. I think we defended. No, no, the, I never say whose fault it was. I never asked you whether they're not the better team. Why? We, why, why? So, better team gets you the three points. We're no, we're not okay, talking about that here. No problem. No problem. That's so, fine. Well, we are kinda because remember, Kenny was talking about the edge of performances. I think that's all. That doesn't get you three points. Oh, I know that. So on a completely different way, you might be right because Celtic are a very, very good team and they're playing very well. So they might win that game tomorrow. They might, and they might win by be, not being the better team. So anything can happen in these games. The teams are very evenly matched. Are Celtic potentially playing a little bit better at the start of the season? I would say so, yes. I would say they are. Scoring a lot of goals, playing some really, really good football. Rangers put their best domestic performance in last week. They've now reached the Champions League. There's got to be a bounce factor off that as well. I think both teams are going in in decent form and a really good place with a decent squad. So anything can happen. On the eve of these games, fans like Lee, whether they're Celtic fans or Rangers fans, have the... The belief that everything will go their way, there is not a possibility of anything going against them, and Lee speaks with the courage of his convictions. Now we have to play the game, and you'll find that what you thought on the Friday night rarely materialises on the Saturday. Um, Lee mentions, you know, Barisic, he thinks that's an area Celtic can target. I think everybody knows that was... Tough, right? We'll leave it there as an, an understatement for him that night. And Celtic found a lot of joy. He did actually. He went back, didn't he? Played the one all, I think, at Celtic Park in left back. So I don't know. Is that is that enough to get over it? To sort of put that to bed and make sure that doesn't happen again? Or 
do we assume that because that game took place that there were there were no lasting effects from the, the first one because it was a really tough night wasn't it it was a really 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 tough night and it was it wasn't wholly his fault he was getting massively overloaded on that side with Juranovic uh, Abada and I think O'Reilly finding himself across in that I mean Celtic were excellent in that first half I mean I think Lee used the words they were electric in the first half of that game but he needed help the decisions that he made within that they were really, really poor. He was stepping when he should have been dropping. He was, he was, he just had a bad night. But nobody's saying that he's Calvin Bassey. But he's played in a few of these games now, and he's going to have to perform better. He's going to have the jersey. He's going to have to go and play. For me, it would be a, an area of concern for Rangers in that left side of the defence with Sands and Barisic. It would be an area I think you, that you could target, which is why the the selection of, of Angel will be interesting. Mm. Who he plays across there on that side? Does he flip Jota across that side? He might plays. Or does he keep a bad day? I think either could really cause Rangers problems. I'm, I'm going to underline the word if, right? Because it's, it's hypothetical. If Celtic felt there was a an, an opportunity to, to go at the left side of Rangers' defence, who who do you put in that side? Is it the relentlessness of Maeda that, that exploits that? Or is it the trickery of, of Jota that best exploits that? You know, if, if Maeda plays... I don't think he's got the same abilities as Jota or Abada in terms of being on the ball and being that Technical, direct and having yeah. the yep, and having the dribbling and and the and the skill and the directness to, to either score or provide as as either of the two. But what he has got, he's got good, good movement. His energy is really good. He works super hard for the team, and, he, and obviously he's got quality as well. So there's there's it's not just I'm not doing it with the service mm-hmm. by saying that, but I think. A bad are driving at someone or Jota driving at some of the ball at feet. I think more that's where they're more strong than what. What my year does. Cheers, Lee. Nice to speak to you. Let's bring in Mark and Ayrshire and see how he feels about the Rangers team tomorrow. Mark, how you doing, panel? You yeah, all right? You. Yeah, all good. Are you? Are you I'm nervous? How, what's it like as a fan at twenty-five to eight the night before? Uh, always nervous. I think <laughs> more so this season, just because of what happened last season. But uh, relatively optimistic. What gives you the optimism then? Uh, just I think maybe Kenny just touched upon it there in the last call. Uh, I think last season after the first the first defeat, you know, Rangers were arguably probably the better team in the, the remaining games. Um probably expect tomorrow to be a wee bit of a kind of cauldron fire. Um, but if Rangers can kinda of hold it for the first twenty minutes or so then I think we'll we'll do well to still be in the game and What jumps out from the team then, Mark? I mean what what are the decisions that that Giovanni von Bronckhorst has to make or what are the, the talking points I mean James Sands we've been discussing him is there anything else? Uh, I think it's just who you, who you play in the middle um, I think Lundstrom's going to be a starter then it's who do you play in beside him then do you go for like three holding midfielders like Lundstrom, Kamara, Davis and, and leave Tillman it or, or do you go with Lundstrom and Davo and put Tillman further forward like he has been playing and um, uh, sorry, uh, Tillman in the European games, he's, he's very strong at kind of shutting down and narrowing that gap down, which should be crucial if you're looking at Celtic and the way they play through Callum McGregor. Uh, Kenny, that makes sense tactically. You know, I, I, I do agree with, with, with the kind of decisions that have been made because of Lawrence's injury. I just think it does it gives it gives. I mean, it's not a headache, but I think if he's playing, it becomes pretty simple who you're going to play and how you're going to play. You may, I've said it earlier, you might go back to that kind of recognised three in midfield and it could be, Lundstrom's definitely going to play and it could be two from the other three, Davis, Kamara or Jack. You could also just go Lundstrom and one other and it's who falls. I mean, Tillman's going to play. 
that Tillman mm-hmm. will play. So, it's, but the question is, does he go right and it goes Tillman, Cholak, and Kent as your front three, or does he still stay more central ahead of Lundstrom and one other? And then it's who goes on the right. Is it Scotty Wright? Is it Arfield? Is it Matondo that comes in on that side of the pitch? Well, now really in the swing of it, Hugh. Every oh, yeah. fan that phones in is optimistic about their own team's chances. Classic Friday night stuff. But they are both entitled to be confident about their chances because they are both very good football teams. Celtic, given the way they've started the season, flawless, scoring, home advantage. Celtic, I think, are favourites to win the match tomorrow. However, the second favourites could flip all that on its head and, you know... The, the the caller on the line right now, uh, Mark, said if Rangers can hold out for the first 20 minutes, I don't think Rangers will approach the match with any intention of trying to hold out. They will know that the Celtic will have their areas of vulnerability, as do Rangers. So there'll be no holding out on anyone's part. There are certain debates that can never be permanently put to bed, Kenny. Everyone knows now... John McLaughlin's Rangers number one, right? So we don't need to stand here tonight and argue about who's going to play. You do that for the first few weeks of the season, then you learn the lesson. Although Alan McGregor got some stick last season, he was extremely good in these games. Pressure and now on and pressure now yeah. on on John McLaughlin to do the same because sometimes it can take that in this fixture. It does. You'll need your goalkeeper to make big saves and big moments, and they're they're the. I mean, you think he penalty saves, you think he saves Samaras in the top corner. Like he just he, he turns up in these big games. I mean, even, even in the three 0 Now I know obviously well, wasn't it, enough. There should have been five or six in the first half had yeah. it not been for McGregor. I mean, Jackamacus that night should have had a hat trick. You know, it was just in his at the, at the time where he he wasn't quite scoring, but he had three really good chances that night. And McGregor had two or three really good saves off the back of those chances. So, in fairness to McLaughlin, he goes to Holland, PSV, forty million pound side stake, and. He does yeah, very yeah. well. That's so, not, the thing is that that's not the question, though. It's, I'm, fo- I'm, these, I'm following uh, you. Yeah. I'm following you. It's, you've got yourself to blame here. You keep saying this game's a different life form. So that, that's what, you know. Even even in a, Alan McGregor was a great example of that because yeah, he yeah. was getting stick last season. But in these games, he seemed to really still make match-winning saves. Well, on the basis that John McLaughlin was not in for any of the Celtic games last season, and that this is his baptism of fire. We have nothing to go on other than my conviction mm. that the man is not yet being given the credit that he's yeah. fully due. He did play the cup game cup at game, Hamden. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, off the top of my head, I must admit, I don't know. Was there any big moments in there? I, I can't remember. No, I, I can think, think so. of, yeah. No. Uh, all right. Thank you, Mark. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Can you name seven players who have scored for Celtic against Rangers or vice versa who were on loan at the time? You've got Carter Vickers and Jota. Aaron Ramsey. Yes, well done. Hugh Keevens, I thought you'd have got that one. Kenny, any more? Three down, four to get. A right score? No. Nope. Was, was he maybe not on loan? Nope. I'm at a loose end on this one, Hugh. Right, I'll give you some thinking time. How's about this for what's to come? Now, Clyde One Super Scoreboard, how could we not? The draw that we've got, the football that's going to come to our city... And of course, parts of our city will go too. We are going to be right across the Champions League for both Scottish teams this season. We're going to be live with extended shows. So every time there's an eight o'clock kickoff, we're going to stay on. 
Going to stay on all night Now it's all It's going to be Tuesdays Which is just magnificent right All of these are Tuesdays Which means myself Mark Wilson And Gordon DL Will be here every Tuesday From 6 until 11 o'clock That means we can take your calls On the open line After full time And the beauty of it Not told them yet Oh So I hope they're listening I hope DL Is just Just fell off the chair He's going to be in his bath I hope he's almost Caused a, a scene in the bath uh, Mark Wilson He'll be on his way back From the airport From his medieval night In Tenerife I hope this is the first They hear of this well, Six Until eleven Every Champions League Tuesday With an eight o'clock kickoff. I heard the dazzle last night Say that the, the, the tap On the bath Gets turned on At six o'clock Might be a midnight bath now Looking forward to Looking forward to Having you lot with us Along the journey as well More calls if we can And answers to that Teaser next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're nearly there. I don't know what sort of sleepless night you've all got in store, but 12.30 tomorrow, Celtic v Rangers. Still time to get your final thoughts in on Twitter or on the phones and quickly so we leave room for that can you name the last seven players who've scored for Celtic against Rangers or vice versa who are on loan at the time? You have got Jota, Carter Vickers, Aaron Ramsey You're actually working your way back In reverse chronological order El Yunusi Yes you're still doing it He was the one before Ramsey Well done And now you're really struggling Yeah The three prior to that There's a bit of a gap there So we're going from El Yunusi And we're missing out a good few years Going going back Probably to your Sort of first era First era? Okay. Yeah there or thereabouts I would say didn't even know loan signings or a thing back there. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's it's funny because that's it. They don't go much further back than that. <laughs> when was your first era? 2000. Until? I was only there till 2001. Ah, right. So well, no, I'll take that back then. Yeah, but after that, for a couple of these, yeah, yeah. ignore me. Juf, no? No. 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 All right, I'll leave it with you. Yep. Um, Gary is a Celtic fan from Ibrooks. How are you feeling about tomorrow, Gary? Confident. Bit worried about the referee. Why? What worries you about the referee? Oh, just um, having seen the last game, Bobby Maddox basically allowed um, Ross County kick um, Celtic striker senseless and nothing happened. They never even get a foul half the time. Who was the ref at Ross County? Bobby Maddox. Right, a couple of things. There is no Bobby Maddox. I think you mean Bobby. Do you mean Bobby Madden? Bobby Madden. I mean, he's not already, it wasn't him either. He's, he doesn't he's ref. left the country. He's getting blamed for games that are not even the right. Co- he's, he's a, he refs in England now, Gary. Wasn't he him? I don't know who the ref was. Who was the ref the other night? For what, for what it's worth, put me out of my misery. Poor Bob. Bobby will be listening. <laughs> what have I done? Listen, uh, Nick Bobby Walsh, Maddox. Nick Walsh is the referee tomorrow. As I've always said, it wouldn't matter who refereed the game, it wouldn't matter. If Barack Obama refereed the game, uh, he would still get the blame in advance. It's got a random choice. Yeah, anyway. I know, but really and truly, it doesn't matter. Uh, so you know, I know that people are suspicious of referees, but um, Bobby Maddox, incidentally, in the the game last season, the three nothing game that we've been talking about, he allowed a Celtic goal to stand when the Rangers players were protesting that he should have mm. stopped the play. Because of a head knock, uh, now, and you you felt rightly so yeah, at the time, but yeah, still. absolutely. But just to go back, you know, so you know, Gary has first of all condemned Bobby Madden, uh, and Bobby Madden last season, Gary, 
Uh, 3-0 game Do you recall the, the goal Scored by Rayo Hatati? It doesn't matter If you're injured Before a game It doesn't It doesn't stop the game um, Yeah but I'm saying It was Bobby Madden I don't think it was a dive Either by the way It was just one oh. of those Very quick incidents Anyway um, Gary seriously is that So you are, you're worried About the ref tomorrow You think that could Derail your team's chances Yeah definitely um, a, a sneaky booking Or a You know um, Just Just this Um <laughs> Kenny, the, the funny so, thing is that in this mad footballing environment, there'll probably be a Rangers equivalent of Gary going, No, 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 it's our team that's going to get harshly treated by the referee. There will be. And we can argue uh, about it tomorrow. And there will be discussions surrounding decisions that are made in tomorrow's game. I have absolutely no doubt about it because the referee. Is super important in these games You know he needs to be Again No like Willie was At Easter Road a few weeks ago And quick to brandish a card That was completely wrong You know you need to have a, You need to take a breath You need to have a bit of a, you, need, you need to keep a calm head Within the madness That is going to be uh, Surrounding you and, and the players that are Rightly so They're going to be flying to tackles They're going to be showing passion They're going to be showing energy And you now need to be the, the kind of calm And influence on that And not rush the crazy decisions So As the referee is really important I mean I don't I think both teams, like you say, in any game, by the way, I'll say we've had a, they've maybe got concerns, but in this particular game, absolutely mm. both sets of fans. Gary, like he's got it in for us or he's got it in for them or whatever it is, they're going to have the concerns. the beauty of it, Hugh. Gary, Celtic have won 10 of the last 11 titles. If there is institutionalised bias in the country, how does it work? What worries me is uh, the Rangers' top goal scorer last season was the penalty taker. So you're saying that the Rangers will get a penalty for sure tomorrow? Just about, yeah. Uh, see, I think you, you pay no attention to your own team and the job that Ange Postacoglu has done. You've reduced everything to institutionalised bias and you've paid no mind to a Celtic side who've now mm. gone 37 games without losing one. Ange Postacoglu has transformed the club. Kyogo, Jota, Abada, uh, wonderful things for the club. And you've reduced all of this to referees and their bias Producer Callum standing to my left It's the Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Derby tomorrow Forget that other wee derby that's taking place It's Motherwell Dundee United tomorrow And on behalf of fans of wee teams everywhere We can unite It doesn't have to be this way Callum nor myself are standing here tonight And going, oh, I bet you the referee costs us against Dundee United And they might, but it's alright you, know, you don't have to worry about these things in advance This is a failure A failure to credit Ange Postacoglu The players the fantastic achievements, the 37 games without defeat, two trophies in Ange Postacoglu's first season, Kyogo, Maeda, Jota, Abada, they've all, Hatati, they've all lit up Scottish football and Gary brings it all down to referees who are, in his opinion, dishonest. It's that pesky Bobby Maddox. It's all his fault. Thank you, Gary, from Ibrooks. Try and enjoy the game if you can. Um... I mean, we could have done a midnight show tonight, I think, because there's so much to get through on the back of transfer deadline day. Uh, any other moves that, that caught your eye out with Glasgow? Or, or moves that maybe didn't happen that you thought would? Well, Louis Moke going back to Motherwell. Um, Good answer. Sentimentality, you know, because he did it before, can he do it again? Um, released by Burton Albion, so be interesting to see if he can recreate yeah. what he did. That, before and but that that after the Celtic Rangers game, Motherwell Dundee United is very interesting because there's no Jack Ross yeah. anymore, and the players all of a sudden 
Found the form to beat Livingston. Yeah, look, he's been injured so much since he left Motherwell, Kenny. So I don't know if it's the same Louis Moult that, that, that comes back. He's called King Louis amongst the Motherwell fans. They absolutely love him. You don't need me to remind you of the goals at, at Hamden and so on against Rangers and even you know, other league. We get four in one game against Hamilton. Absolute fans' favourite. Just a big challenge, guess, to, to re- rediscover that. As I think he's, he's been toiling for, for games really over the last few seasons. So. If he's anywhere near the player that he was before he went down south, then Motherwell will have a very, very good player on their hands and it will be interesting to see where you fit both him and Van Dien mm. in the team because that could, as be well, a deadly, it? it could be a deadly front two and a, and a big mm. physical front two as well that can score goals. So it'd be interesting to see how, how Stevie fits him in. It's a really interesting fixture, that, because it's life after Jack Ross. In fact, I think it's the, well, it's the first time we've seen you, Kenny, in here since uh, Jack Ross got sacked by Dundee United. Liam Fox took the team the other night. They rediscovered... Things and, and won the game Quite interesting news Coming out Of Dundee United tonight And it's that The first team coach Adam Ashgar Will be leaving the club Son of Tony Tony Ashgar yeah. Who's You know Sort of runs the football Side of things At, at Dundee United When that's in place There's always an accusation And I'll let people Argue amongst themselves Whether it's fair or not That He's in there Because it's Because it's his dad And if a new manager Comes in Does that manager Have to inherit That coach And all the rest of it So that That'll now be out of the equation for whoever the new manager is. Interesting. It is interesting because Jack had to go in, obviously, off the back of, I think, Foxy stayed and Adam stayed as well, and Jack never took anyone in with him. So that was that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Has um, there been an explanation of the move? Well, just, you know, leaving to move to the next step of his career, that sort of thing. There's never going to be... Is it really that more than that? Is there? Is it that he disagrees with his own father's decision? <laughs> I, I've no idea what sort of family politics are, are at play. I wish we could. Maybe we should extend the show. I don't think George would be happy. John Hunter says, "What about Big Xander to Hearts?" That's confirmed now. I used to refer to him as my big neighbour. I've now moved to my former big neighbour. I'm tempted to say great move because it's a great club, big fan base, but. It will depend on how long Craig Gordon goes on because there's no way you're taking Craig Gordon out of the Hearts team at the moment. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because, I mean, he's been there all summer. He's been a free agent this entire time and now Hearts sign him who they're not, they don't need a number one, certainly. No, it's an interesting it's a, move. It's a strange one. Uh, and again, like you say, the timing of it. Waiting this time, making the move. And even for, like, for Xander now, who has been a number one for so long and, and found his way into the national team setup as well to now go... And, and play number two to big Craig Gordon which Hugh's right nobody's going to take Gordon's uh, slot off him but who knows maybe Gordon's got one year in him maybe he's alluded to that and they're looking for a, the next replacement you need three more lone players who've scored for Celtic against Rangers or vice versa go oh I don't like that silence yeah right what about Vignals, he's yes, yes what a shout that is well done Gregory Vignal right what about really high profile loans you know what's the reason you go and get a loan because you Probably can't afford that player He's one that you'd love to have his services Remember Celtic went through a spell of Marquees <laughs> Marquee loan signings as you might call them mm. So who'd be in that bracket? Mm. It's not Robbie Keane It's it, not Roy Keane It's either. not Roy, it's not Freddie Junberg Who was the other one? Mm. Goal scorer Obviously for the question But I mean across his career what a career in terms of the clubs he's represented Liverpool, Newcastle, Man City Oh, Craig Blackburn, Bellamy oh. Craig Bellamy And the last one Honestly, you were never getting this Fullback Did he let one was it, Did Alan McGregor chuck this one in Or am I getting two goals mixed up 
I might be So No I think If, if it's the goal I'm Moroccan Yeah I think we had this Last or two oh, weeks Was it on recently The same name Badr El Kaduri Oh no, Yeah We're never getting that Right thank never. you Sleep well Big day tomorrow Join us at midday And George is up next With GBX